Life is really like a roller coaster ride, I'm thinking. We all have our fair share of highs where we are just having fun, and then we face the lows where we're like, what's happening? Why is this twisting? And what's coming around the corner? (laughs) Can you relate? There's really no one size fits all when it comes to life and our battles. Each of us has our own unique struggles to tackle, whether it's dealing with major life changes or switching careers or working on those meaningful relationships. The journey ahead might be bumpy, but let's take it head on with determination and resilience. These challenges, my friend, are just the stepping stones to growth, really, and then finding success on the other side. Oh, and speaking of success, remember, it's not about comparing ourselves to to others or anything like that. Success is whatever it means to you and what you're working on. Because this topic can be pretty juicy, I've decided to make it a three series episode so we could really dive in and learn from this one. So today's part one, where we're going to talk about three things. The first part, we're going to talk about some of the more challenging circumstances many of us face so we could all relate to each other. And I'll definitely share what I'm facing at the moment. And then we'll talk about navigating the unknown and how to find courage in those times. And then last, we'll talk about self-belief. And that's a big one. How to challenge those negative thoughts we might have so you can begin to trust in yourself more, believe in yourself more, and in your own journey once again. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. I saw this Instagram video the other day that really hit home for me, and I just want to tell you what it was. It was this woman. She was on a walk by herself, and then these statements would appear on top of the video one at a time, expressing her feelings. So she's a mom of a teen and college-age kids. And then the one thing popped up and it said, I'm learning how to walk down unknown paths without my kids by my side. It's so quiet now. And then another one. I was always so prepared with snacks and hugs and band-aids and advice. And then another one. I miss those days. And all these emotions that, oh my gosh, I totally relate to those. And then the next part of her video, she says, how she shifted her mindset, and then she added different statements up on the video. One was, the next 20 years are full of so much potential. And then another one, it's time for me to pour my energy into new projects and joy. And then one more, I'm embracing this journey. Okay, how did that hit you? Because for me, that was like, wow, she, she totally knows what I'm thinking. I had this transition a few years ago with our oldest, and now again, it's here with our youngest going off to college in a couple of weeks. So many emotions for me. I was even talking to my husband the other day and telling him all these feelings, and he was like, how do I feel? You know, I feel like this is this is how it's supposed to go. You know, this is how we raise them, and this is what we were preparing for. They're heading off to their next exciting chapter in their life, and I'm really happy for them. 
something very logical like that. <laughs> and I wish I could be more logical. I could see his point for sure. That is what we do. But for me, I'm still sitting in the emotion of it right now. And I'm realizing that that's okay. And it's also forcing me to rethink things. What else do I want to be doing now? This is normal. This is healthy. It's healthy to process all of these emotions and inner conflicts right now. So of course, I'm going to do this episode <laughs> because I couldn't be the only one that's going through inner battles or inner conflicts. So what else do other people have going on? Let's, let's talk what else could be happening with others so we could all talk about it here and relate to each other. So maybe you're in a spot in your career where you want or need a change, but you feel like you're stuck. Maybe you're doubting if you have what it takes to make that career shift or even go for a different job. Maybe you're feeling like you don't even know what you want to do next. You lack clarity and it's hindering you from moving forward. That's inner conflict. Those are some inner battles people face. Or maybe you're trying to start something new. You find yourself looking on social media for inspiration, but then all of a sudden you start to compare. You're comparing your beginning with someone's middle or even end, feeling like an imposter and then not handling the failures or growing pains very well. Many of you can probably relate to one of those. Who knows? But the point is that everyone has something they're dealing with. And while these battles and difficulties may be different, they could all be confronted with some of the same tools and strategies we're going to talk about today. Let's move on to the second part of the episode, where right now I want to talk about stepping into the unknown. And before we go into the tools that we're going to be able to use to build our self-belief and overcome these inner battles, we all have to remember that when we face these hurdles or challenges, no matter what they are, it most often requires change. And as you know, with change comes unfamiliar things. And I don't even know why I thought of this, but have you ever had someone say, okay, close your eyes and taste this. What do you think? Okay, first of all, the close your eyes thing already makes you creeped out. Why am I closing my eyes? And full disclosure, I've actually done this with our girls. Why, why do we need them to close their eyes? I don't even know. But when we take that bite, it requires a lot of courage and trust, doesn't it? That's like what it is just stepping into the unknown. It requires a certain level of courage. We are, you know, we could be haunted by questions like, what if it doesn't work out? Or what if I'm not good enough? Here, it's essential to recognize that fear is normal and it's a part of the process of growth. So we have to acknowledge these feelings and then hit them head on so they are not going to be able to dictate our actions. We all know comfort zones are safe and familiar and cozy, all of that, but they can be also really limiting. You know, it's easy to say, Oh, let's embrace discomfort and welcome change. <laughs> oh gosh, but it is a whole other story moving through it. Do you know what I mean? Because I get that for sure. But really, if you think back, it's in the crappy times where, you know, we're dealing with junk and struggles. That's when you discover even more strength inside of you that you didn't even know you had. We push and move through these times. And that's when we build resilience. We build confidence in ourselves, and that paves the way for more personal growth. We find courage and we build the knowledge that we can move through hard times and get to the other side. 
Okay, let's move into the third part of this episode, which is part one, by the way. And here I want to talk about the power of belief, trusting in yourself and in your journey. And this is the juicy part where we're going to get into some strategies and some tools that we can use to do so. You know that little voice in your head that we all have? (laughs) The one that throws doubts your way and makes you second guess and keeps you from moving forward? Yeah, that one. It can be a real pain sometimes. But here's the thing. You've got to keep things in perspective. Remember what's true and stay objective because That voice sometimes can get the best of us for sure, and it messes with our choices. So the best way to silence this little stinking voice is to build up our self-belief. I want to make sure we're all on the same page here so we understand the significance of self-belief and its impact on our actions and decisions and even how others see us. And instead of just talking about it, I thought I would just take a couple of examples to show how this can play out. Sarah and Alex are really talented, have tons of experience, and they're both applying for a promotion at their company. Sarah believes in herself. She's confident. You could feel it. You could see it. She walks into the interview room with a positive mindset. She showcases her achievements in the company and expresses how she can contribute to the company's growth. On the other hand, Alex lacks self-belief and feels unsure about her chances. Despite similar qualifications, she enters the interview with a lack of confidence, and you can totally see it. She hesitates in her responses and isn't able to show how she is the best candidate for the job. As a result, Sarah's self-belief shines through, leading to more compelling interview, better performance, and increases her chances of getting the promotion. I know that's a simplified example, but you see it all the time. Who's around you that acts confident? Who's around you that believes in themselves? They exude confidence. What is it that they do? What is it that they don't do? I know I've done a few episodes before on confidence and all of those things that we look for in a person that's confident, but the self-belief is what is going to push you through to that next level. It's going to shine through in so many ways. Okay, what about this example? Mia and Max want to start their side hustles. They each have two business ideas. Mia is confident. She obviously has self-belief and trusts her vision. With confidence, she pitches her idea to investors and stakeholders, and she shows such conviction that she has a successful outcome. On the other hand, Max isn't quite sure about the feasibility of his idea. How is he going to do it? He keeps looking at all the obstacles. And as a result, he struggles to convince potential investors and partners, and then he doesn't get support for his business idea. Mia's self-belief drives her to take risks and make confident decisions and help overcome challenges, while Max, he lacks self-belief and that hinders his progress and success. Simple examples, but in both, self-belief plays a huge role in shaping their decisions and actions. The people with a strong belief are filled with confidence, motivation, and determination. And on the other hand, those lacking self-belief, they doubt themselves and they hesitate and they miss opportunities which can hinder their personal growth and achievement. Having self-belief not only influences our behavior and choices, but it also impacts how others perceive us and how they respond to us, ultimately shaping the outcomes in our lives. So this is really critical. It's a big part of the process. 
part of overcoming our inner battles is recognizing and countering self-doubt and negative thoughts and emotions that we may have, and then replacing those with more positive and compassionate thoughts. This is so essential for maintaining a positive mindset and achieving growth. I have three practical tips to help you in this process. And then under the third one, I have even more tips. So we're going to dive deeper into the third one. But the first one is awareness and mindfulness. Really pay attention to your thoughts and emotions. And when you catch yourself having negative or self-doubting thoughts, pause, acknowledge them without judgment. Don't make yourself feel bad. And then just become more aware of your thinking patterns. That's the first thing. The second thing flows right after is practice self-compassion. Treat yourself with kindness and understanding as you're going through the challenging time. Don't be self-critical, but be compassionate to yourself. Be as supportive and encouraging to yourself as you would be to a really good friend facing a similar situation. I think that's a really good test. The things you're saying to yourself, would you say those things to your friend? Number three is challenge your negative thoughts. Question the validity of your negative thoughts and emotions that come up during this time. If you ask yourself, is there any evidence to support what I'm feeling right now? That is such a good question because a lot of times our negative thoughts and emotions are distorted or they're blown way out of proportion or we're just triggered by some past experiences and it's not really based on reality. So now I want to take this third one about negative emotions and thoughts and I want to dive deep into this one because I have six strategies how we could really challenge these negative thoughts and emotions and here are a few ways. The first one is look for evidence that supports or contradicts your negative thoughts. We touched on that, but use logic to evaluate the validity of your thoughts. And really when you do this, sometimes you will see how off your thoughts are and you can consider alternative perspectives. The second thing is reality testing. Ask yourself if your negative thoughts are based in reality or or if you're just doing catastrophic thinking, actually thinking like the worst possible scenario. But really, what is the likelihood of the worst case scenario actually happening? The third one is to put it in perspective. Think about whether the situation that triggered the negative thought will matter in the long run. Ask yourself, is this worth getting so upset or anxious about? The fourth one is use positive self-talk. Counteract negative thoughts with positive and empowering statements. So for example, if you catch yourself thinking, ah, I always fail at everything, challenge that thought and turn it around and say, you know what? I have so many successes in the past and I can learn from my mistakes to improve. Whatever it is, that might sound cheesy, but you know what I'm saying. The fifth one is use but or however. And this is how this works. Introducing a contrasting statement to challenge the negative thoughts. So if you say, I don't know enough about that, add, but I can learn it. And you could say, I'm not good enough. However, I do have these unique strengths and, and talents that would be good for that situation. Whatever it is, you're using the latter part of the statement to be more positive. And then the last one is reflect and past successes. So really think about the times when you overcame difficulties or achieved something you thought was challenging. Remind yourself of those times because sometimes we forget about them, but those are the times where we have built, where we have built resilience. 
Okay, so I have an exercise for us and we're all gonna do this together. Take out a piece of paper and if you're driving or if you're out walking the dog, come back to this when you get home or back to the office because it really is important. So you're gonna divide up the paper into three columns. On the left column, write the battle you're facing or you're dealing with right now. And then you're gonna list out the emotions or negative thoughts that you've been believing or thinking or feeling, all of those things that you're having in this particular situation. So then in the middle section, you're gonna do what we said earlier, and you're gonna take and challenge those negative emotions and negative thoughts. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't feel them or it's bad to feel those feelings, not at all. It's good to go through and process those negative feelings. But here, we're just challenging them by putting them in writing. And the reason is, is that this helps you sometimes see it differently. It gives you different perspectives. Then in the right column, you're gonna write action. And this is where you're going to take, look at all of the negative emotions or, or, or thoughts that you're feeling from this particular challenge that you're facing, and then write what action you're gonna take to help the situation. Let's take an example here. We can, we can even take my example. So on the left, I would write down that there's this looming situation where both girls will soon be gone and away to college. And my role as a mom is totally changing. And then some of the negative thoughts and emotions I would list are, I feel I need more of a purpose, or I don't feel needed the same way as I used to, or those 18 years are gone. And so then in the middle column, then I'm going to challenge those negative thoughts and emotions with more positive ones that feel good to me. So for example, I'm going to work on that business marketing idea that I wanted to implement for so long. That will give me another purpose as well as a distraction. And then the next one, instead of I don't feel needed in the same way, I'm going to write, I'm going to enjoy new ways to connect with the girls. And then the last one, the 18, these 18 years are gone, which I actually say that a lot. I need to switch that in my mind. So I need to say something like, I can't wait to see what these next 18 to 20 years bring. We got those two columns done. And then the last column, we're going to write some action that will specifically address what we've written in the middle column. One of the things I could write is give yourself a little time to process this transition and be kind to yourself. That's an action. And in the same column, another action I could write is write down all the steps that you need to start doing to get that marketing idea going, this kind of thing. And why do we do this? Well, because it becomes so much more clear and less overwhelming and you see some good action steps that you can take to help overcome your inner battle that you've got going on right now. Challenging negative thoughts is a skill and it really does take practice. So keep this up, keep working on it, and then keep working on reframing those thoughts in a more powerful, positive way. Let's do a quick recap. First, we talked about the universal nature of challenges and how everyone's battles are unique. Second, we talked about stepping into the unknown. And then we got into the juicy part, which was the third part, which is the power of self-belief and trusting in yourself and in your journey. Part of overcoming your inner battles is recognizing and countering self-doubt and your negative thoughts and emotions and replacing those with more positive and compassionate thoughts. Some of the tips that we talked about were one, practice, practice mindfulness and awareness, two, practice self-compassion, and three, challenge negative thoughts and turn them into more powerful thoughts. And we dove deep into that one as well. 
please don't forget to do the exercise. I know this is going to help you. It's, I believe it's going to help me. And then next week, we're going to dive into part two, where we're going to talk about things like the role of consistency and commitment in overcoming our inner battles and transforming challenges and opportunities. So I'm looking forward to that one. And I'm looking forward to seeing you here next week. Until then, I want to share this quote that I love by Eleanor Roosevelt. She says, We gain strength, courage, and confidence by each experience in which we really stop to look fear in the face. We must do that which we think we cannot. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.